0: But guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful for today as usual. And today we're going to be diving into not lowering yourself. I just got off a pre-podcast call with Cassandra. Lori, just several days earlier, there are going to be two podcast interviewees who are going to be coming onto my podcast. You know, these people align with me and I don't know how, but I like to look at it as serendipity. See, back then, seven years ago, I would lower myself to the people who I was around. So what I mean by that is, you know, if I'm around very toxic individuals, I would lower myself to those toxic individuals. If I was around teachers who always complain, I would lower myself down to those teachers who would always complain. The students who were very narrow minded, the students who were ignorant, the students who were complaining, the students who were two-faced. That's what my niche was back in 2015 and 2017, until I realized, you know what? I demand myself better. <clears throat> I demand myself more. I deserve better. And so what happens is people who are high performance, in which I actually have become, strivers, achievers, whatever you want to call them, I spend a significant t- an amount of time improving myself. You know, how I feel, contribute, lead, grow, care and the growth, the overall growth of myself, you know, it's early in the morning. I have a call coming up at six 30 and I just felt like, what is a greater way of spending the uh, 15 minutes doing a podcast for the next day, you know, uh, you know, with today's podcast. And I said, you know what, let me do this because I feel like it is a significant calling that I need to do. And I feel like after watching that manifest, uh, the Netflix series. I feel like there is a lot of call ins that I have, but I just ignore them with laziness and with things that I just do on a routine basis. So, people who are like that and achieve that and want more of that, they are around the same individuals, such as what I was telling you about the gym and being around people who had just really low energy or stuff like that. But, me on the other hand, I demand more, but if you are around people who are like that, like back in 2015 and 2017, they ultimately just pull you down. They would always say, why can't you just be happy with what you have? Why do you dream so big? Why do you think everything's so good? Why do you try so hard, you know? And people will pull you down about who you are and set lower standards for you and lower everything in general. Now, I understand that some things probably do ring true in terms of you always this, this, and this. And I understand there is a lot of overwhelm out there and people just don't know what they have right now. And they're not experiencing that true fulfillment right now in comparison with, you know, going and always demanding more of yourself. So <clears throat> that may be true for a lot of people. You need to learn to relax. However, most strivers, they have positive intent for why they want to grow. They want to succeed so they can give back, kind of like me. They want to have those positive relationships along with the high performance, you know? And before you go out into today's world to crush those goals, to demand more of yourself, here are a couple of pointers. First, do not lower your belief, okay, in yourself just because others around you don't believe people will never get to know you really well. They'll never see the dream you have because they have their own path, right? Their own purpose, their own philosophy. It's going to be different from yours. Now, they're probably not going to believe in you. And for you to buy freedom for you and your family to do great, it's all about the math. There's a reason why there's a lot, most people are average, and the truth is only 10 to 15% of the world probably engages in personal development. I don't even believe that. I believe it's far less. I believe it's just 1%. And listen, like, look, I got it. You don't have to change anyone. Some people are okay with those limited beliefs. And they're gonna say, who do you think you are? You can't have that. You can't be like that. They said the same thing. That horrible, what is it? That horrible Dutchman that I used to speak to. Uh, back in 2015, 2016, until I just I literally just xed him out, and he started antagonizing me at work, and you know started trying to like press my buttons. And I went up to the head teacher and said, "You better get his motherfucking ass out of my face. If he does anything, I'm gonna blow up. You need to get him out of my face." And luckily, a week later, he ended up you know cutting out. But this is the same guy that said, "Oh, you're never gonna be able to make that amount. <clears throat> Maybe you should go to another school or do this or do that." See, that's someone else's limited beliefs for me because he obviously doesn't see it for himself. A neighborhood drunk, a potential pedophile, potential sex offender. They're not going to have the vision for themselves. He's not going to have the vision for themselves. So most people aren't going to get it. And ultimately, they're going to try to make you doubt your own self, who you are, your worth, what you're capable of. Just because they don't get it. So what I'm trying to tell you is, don't lower your standards. That's the next one. You're never satisfied, outwork and work harder, privileged to be the hardest worker in the room, all these things, they're gonna judge you for creating excellence in your life. Don't let underperformers pull you down because it's your job to keep your excellence. People who are attracted to personal development are just attracted to excellence. You're here for a reason. Excellent parents, athletes, leaders, caregivers, teachers, mentors, you name it. they These people care about the disciplines they do. They strive for that mastery. They level up that contribution they're giving to the world. And I'm very grateful that a lot of people do take the time to think about that, to do that on a consistent basis. And the problem is a lot of people, they're not going to do that. And that's just how it is. But don't let them... Uh, Don't let, don't put, don't allow their mediocrity to become your mediocrity. Don't lower your boundaries. See, we let everyone crush our boundaries. The overwork, the stress. And when you're excellent, when you're a high performer, people are going to just want to load up your plate. It's kind of like the students in my life at, you know, out here in Thailand. I'm like, okay, listen, because I'm excellent at this, you're not, I'm, mm -mm, here are my boundaries. Do not give me any more classes in the evening. I'm sorry. I'm no longer free. I'm no longer available. That's just, I'm, I'm sorry. You just, you didn't book me out in advance. I'm not going to sit around and wait. I am 33 years old, soon to be 34 in the next 30 days, 25 days to be precise. I'm not going to sit and wait for you to give me an extra amount of money that does not serve an overall purpose. So I need to be able to, again, I need to be able to dedicate my life dedicate my life to my own success, rather than other, other than you know, other people's success. You know? And so sometimes I'm burning out. This past Sunday, I told you, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m, unacceptable. I'm like, no. What the hell am I doing? I can't continue doing this. Maybe I'm running out. And I'm like, man. And then I told myself those thoughts came. and said, I don't want any more students. I don't want any more students. And then it got really quiet very quickly. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. I need more students. I need more students. You see what I mean? There's a, a, this and that, and all it comes down to is that balance. Right after this, I have two classes of students. And then at 8:30, I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna work out. <clears throat> I'm going to get me some food and I'm going to get me another coffee and I'm going to have an SOP. And then I have a lot of free time to bang out a lot of things about me getting things done on my half, because I got I'm reliving it. I told you over the last couple of podcasts that I said, I'm not really doing personal development much anymore. When was the last time I did a podcast before 6:30 a.m. This had to be about a month, two months ago. That's when I was riding very high, and that's when I was vibrating on a mass frequency. But over the last, let's say, 20 days, it wasn't happening. But now I got my mojo back. Waking up, having that excitement, speaking to Cassandra, speaking to Lori. Last, you know, four, you know, four days ago, and now I'm like, okay, all right, Arsenio, that purpose, that calling, here it is. It's fr- here it is. It's front and center. When it's time to work, focusing on a project, videos, podcast like me, I need to set that boundary. And I allow notifications to erode my boundaries. And that's why I turned off all my notifications yesterday. I'm just like, man, I'm good. I, ain't, I don't want no notifications. I am good. And so the last idea is not lowering your attitude. I used to work at a place, a sedation dental center. Uh, I spoke to them five years ago. They picked me up from the airport when I had food poisoning when I travel back home. I don't speak to them anymore because they were MAGA supporters. You could be a Republican, you could be anyone, but you can't represent a symbol of hate, right? And so I stopped speaking to them, his wife and everything, which is totally fine. But I used to work with, you know, for them and I used to work for him. These are the biggest dickheads in the world. I can't believe I even met him like seven years later. But they ended up, you know, speaking to me. And back in 2010, they vibrated on a much higher frequency. But then when they stopped giving me work, I'm like, okay, well, fuck you guys. I'm gonna go get work somewhere else. That place I got work at, those people were fucking miserable. Absolutely miserable. There was a horrible, toxic person by the name of Nancy. I mean, she was by far the most judgmental, horrible individual. She was just nasty. Unfortunately, she died in a car crash in 2013. And I'm just like, wow. All that energy, all that that you were putting out there and just being so judgy, it just kept up and just crept back up, you know, on her. A lot of people didn't understand that, but, you know, and a lot of people still wouldn't understand that, but that attitude that she hung on to was for years. She would judge and talk about everyone and demand and just speak down on people, even the patients. And where did that get her? Into a grave. Don't lower your attitude, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. It can make you pessimistic. You know, give you a bad attitude. become a jealous person, a vindictive person, an angry person, and if you carry that for a long time, things do happen, and it could be on a micro scale or an absolute macro scale and it can be very terrifying. A lot of people out there, you know uh unfortunately. She was one of the, you know, the the people that ended up passing away. It's crazy. Two people in a car. Her brother unscathed, not a mark on him. Her dead. And I just believe if you're in a negative frequency for so long, things are going to happen. And you just don't want to carry around that potential burden. You don't. Because I used to. And where did that get me? suicidal thoughts back. Well, for, well, actually it was only about five, maybe 10 minutes max uh, in October of 2014. And it never happened again because then I got a job and then I got a second job. And then I turned the tides at the end of October. And I started working at a language center, a tutorial center, and I changed my life around, however difficult that was. Because remember, I got that job and those jobs when I had a really broken mindset. Thus, had broken teachers and racist ties and the same thing around me. There's no difference until I started changing everything. I came to this job in 2018, still had a little bit of the broken mindset. And of course, at my job, still more, but there are still some women who have that broken mindset about color teachers too. But I told myself, I'm not going to be a jealous person. You've given work to the other teachers. I'm going to create my own. And so did I. So did I. And I'm very grateful because to this day, you know, I have a group of five beautiful students or four. Yeah, five beautiful students uh, ranging from what eight years old upwards to 11 years old that I teach on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, love them to death. They're like my little boy. Like they're, they're, those are my little girls and my boys. Um, and But four years ago, I didn't have those types of students. I had assholes. <laughs> I had I had terrible classes back then. Why? Because, well, that's who I was. I was my attitude back then, my attitude towards a, like life. You got to check yourself. What is your attitude right now? What is that energy you're putting out into the world right now? I was just talking very briefly about consciousness with Cassandra. And again, you're going to be hearing that full podcast coming up maybe late May, June, whenever she actually comes on. And the great part about this podcast and the great part about her and everything is the fact that you know, when I was talking about consciousness, I was like, well, yeah, you know, there are different frequencies, and you probably had a frequency from back in the day where money wasn't enough, or, you know, a frequency of anger, and this, and that, Then you finally faced it, and then you unlocked another version of that, and she was talking about her money, no, I want to say money issues, but You know, very long time ago, she didn't have a lot of money. And then when she started making a lot of money, it made her feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, that's what I'm experiencing right now. You know, the money I just made last month, and then next, you know, what happened in the first 10 days of this month, I'm just like, holy fuck, Jesus, I can't believe it. And it's still so surreal. But am I going to be accepted and say, I do deserve this? Everything I've done over the past four years and having to, apply for so many jobs and walk into these sorry ass language institutes and see these white ties look down on me because the color of my skin. I don't, I don't deserve that anymore. And it was one of the greatest feelings in the world. So if you change your attitude, you're going to change your life. And with that being said, people, thank you so much for tuning in to another The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.